0: do any better. Jesus, Penn, we're trained for this kind of shit. You're trained to place children in loving homes and help the elderly work out the kinks in their social security checks. What you're not is a, a social worker. That's exactly my point, Trey nodded, looking smug. I mean, I'm not a social worker. She gestured toward the laptop that sat on the beat up coffee table. Look it up and it'll speed things along if you use the Lebanon County Sheriff's Office Database. Logan, former Marine sniper and resident country boy, was already on it. With his well-worn cowboy boots and chewed-to-hell toothpick sticking out of his mouth, no one but his teammates would have expected it to take him less than a minute before letting out a loud and obviously impressed whistle. Hot damn! Looks like our red-headed viper's packing more than a mean kick. She's got a license. Logan chuckled. Hands propped behind his head, he leaned back so the rest of the team could read the screen. Trey gawked at the computer, then at Penny. You're a goddamn bounty hunter? What the fuck happened to being a social worker? I got tired of the women in my shelter being afraid because their no good exes skipped out on parole. And the term I'd prefer you use is bail enforcement agent. An impish grin slipped onto her face as she scanned their surprised expressions. I may not be a card-carrying member of the commando club, but I'm not entirely helpless either, and I'm not flying into this with blinders over my eyes. Most people chose not to meet Rafi's gaze head on. When he was young, he chalked it up to the startling contrast of his tanned coloring given to him by his Guatemalan mother and the blue eyes of his Anglo-American father, Then, the closer he got to his teenage years, he partnered the oddity up with a fuck-off scowl, and like magic, most people kept their distance. Obviously, Penny wasn't included in that tally. Not only did she hold his gaze without so much as a blink, but she challenged it with a subtle eyebrow lift. The woman needed to come with a too-intense-for-public-consumption warning label. Kidnapping's good business, he pointed out. This country's filled with all kinds of low-level pond scum looking to make a few bucks. What makes you think it's Fuentes who has Rachel? Because she emailed me a picture of him right after he threatened her for sticking her nose in his business. What business? The disappearances of young women in the village where she'd been stationed. It didn't take long for her to notice that each one coincided with visits from Fuentes and his men, which was at least once every other week, sometimes more frequent. The bastard had the elders thinking that the wrath of God would strike them down if they so much as muttered a word about it, much less interfered. Realization started to dawn. And let me guess, she wasn't so accommodating. Rachel loved those people. She loved her job. The NGO she was working for wrote her off as bailing her post, but Rachel wouldn't do that. She wouldn't have gone unless someone made her leave. Hell, it fit. All of it. By plucking people in a society where no one would notice, Fuentes solved two of his problems, loose ends and productivity. While remaining stateside, Charlie, Alpha's tech guru, had already gathered intel that led them to believe Fuentes was using the Honduran populace as his own personal test subjects. If Rachel had been about to cause him problems, the bastard wouldn't hesitate in getting rid of her the most efficient way he knew how. One minute was too long in the presence of a man like Fuentes. Rachel, about to hit a month, was quickly running out of time, if that time hadn't already expired. Penny's stern jaw told Rafi that she knew each and every one of the risks associated with this game of hide-and-seek, and and she didn't give a damn, because it was for family. He didn't have anything in the way of parents or siblings. Hell, he didn't even have a goddamn houseplant but Rafi understood that fierce loyalty all the same, because it's how he felt about each of his teammates. But that didn't mean she belonged here. What are the chances of you staying on a plane if we plop you onto one and fly your ass home? Rafi asked, though he already guessed the answer. I'd be on the first flight back, she said without batting a pretty green eye. He didn't doubt that for one damn second. Penny met his gaze. Look, I know you guys have a job to do here, and putting Fuentes out of commission is an important one, but so is mine. I'll do whatever I have to do to prove I won't be a liability. Put me through the gauntlet. I don't care. But at least give me a chance before you send me on my way.